to be honest, I'm more motivated now than ever. Uh, I'm bigger chip on my shoulder. League of Messiah. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Friday, April 26th, 2019. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by Patrick Murphy. Bucknutters out there, that sound you heard to begin the show was none other than Dwayne Haskins. And uh, yeah, just to repeat there, he said the league done messed up as far as Dwayne slipping to the 15th pick of the draft to the Washington Redskins. And it wasn't just Patrick that he slipped to 15. It was that the New York Giants uh, who are being skewered by just about everybody this morning, uh, took Daniel Jones sixth overall. So, um, hey, at least Haskins gets to play his pro ball like pretty close to where he, you know, his parents live now. But still, man, I, that, that was pretty surprising, just your reaction to that whole situation. I'm not sure that the, the league done messed up. I think the Giants done messed up. And we, we were wondering whether or not Dave Gettleman would do this. Um, you know, we've talked privately about whether or not he would, um, you know, make the right decision. And, and, you know, what we thought was the right decision, at least, and take Haskins. Um, what surprised me the most was that if they were going to go quarterback at that spot, it, it wasn't Haskins. And I think that's a lot of overthinking things, um, you know, that he's obviously a guy who who's not ready to start right away, but that's not a franchise that needs a quarterback right away. I don't think that... Uh, that you know Eli's ready to step away from the game and, and Haskins I think would have been a great fit there um so you know if 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 Haskins needed any more motivation after you know the end of this past uh college football season where he goes to the Heisman Trophy celebration and and barely gets talked about and um you know then hears for the last few months all the First, the positive and then the negative talk about him. He he certainly got it uh, by that. But I do think that the Redskins will be a good fit for him. I think it makes a lot of sense there. Like you said, just like it would have been with New York, it's kind of a homecoming. His family's close. I, I looked it up. I think his high school was uh, 27 minutes from where – or 27 miles or something from uh, from where the, the Redskins play their home games at FedEx Field. So – He'll be close to home. His family will be there. Obviously, he was a guy who was committed to Maryland initially before he decided to play at Ohio State. So as he talked about last night, he'll have a chance finally to play in front of friends and family. And I think he is excited about that. I know I saw on Twitter some Redskin fans were were not pleased with the comments he initially made along with what you played. Sounded like he wasn't grateful to be taken in the first round. And, and I don't think it was that at all. I think he's just disappointed that he slipped as far as as he did but when he spoke with the Redskins people later it sounded much more positive so I think he's excited I just think you know a guy like that expected to be a top 10 pick wasn't and in the moment you know he he made the comment like that that you know the league done messed up and you know, now he's got a chance to prove that the league in fact done messed up yeah and I think a, a big part of it was I think he was okay swallowing that he was going to be the second quarterback taken in this draft even though he felt like he was the best quarterback because of of the fit with the Cardinals and Kyler Murray. I think I mean it was hard for him to to even get past Daniel Jones being taken ahead of him. So 
I think it was it wasn't just falling to 15. It was the Daniel Jones factor and being and Haskins being the third quarterback taken in this draft. What I want to ask you is, do you think there's something else like because I keep getting asked this question and um, do you think there's something fans don't know that there's something more about Dwayne? Because we keep talking him up as just he checks all the boxes, you know, on and off the field, checks all the boxes. Not as far as he's not going <laughs> to. Sorry, Stephen A. Smith, although Stephen A. Smith did apologize for this. He's not going to run, you know, he's not going to win games with his legs. But as far as, you know, pretty much everything a star quarterback needs to do, he checks all the boxes on and off the field, in my opinion. Do you think there's more to the story here? you think that led to him slipping? No, I, I don't understand it. I mean, the, the weirdest thing to me about this whole process has been the, the two-sidedness of talking about these quarterbacks. You know, when, when you talk about Dwayne, the, or when get people talk about Dwayne, the knock is he only played one year. Well, well Kyler only played one year too, um, but you never hear about that. When when you talk about some of the other guys, um, you know that the, the, they you know arm strength and, and things like this, all stuff that I thought Dwayne Dwayne showed. You know, I didn't watch a ton of Duke games this past year, but when I did start to look in Daniel Jones a little bit more, I didn't see anything that I couldn't you know, also make an argument with Dwayne Haskins. Um, you know, there was talk about the other day about stuff coming out about his personality. We covered Dwayne, you know, this year and in the last two years when he was available a little bit in recruiting, he's a great kid. He comes from a great family. So I don't see any red flags there. Um, obviously was, was groomed by Ryan day who spent time, you know, coaching quarterbacks in the NFL um, the stats speak for themselves. So I don't know. There seems to always be a quarterback in the draft that you, you look at and are surprised that he went a little lower. And, you know, sometimes they're right. Sometimes they're wrong. They being the NFL personnel. I think last year you and I both expected Sam Darnold to go higher than he did. And, you know, he had a decent rookie season, but not a great rookie season. So we'll see what Dwayne does. I, I Like I said before, I really think that uh, it would be better for him if he can you know, sit for a year. Um, it'll be interesting with the Redskins because obviously for those who don't follow it, Alex Smith suffered that compound fracture in his leg in week 11 last year, then had an infection and there was concern about whether he's going to play again. It sounds like he will, but probably not in 2019. Case Keenum, um, they recently acquired kind of a veteran travel traveler backup um, that, that, you know, can serve as a starter. They also have Colt McCoy, so, you know, there are some options there that, that Dwayne won't have to necessarily step in right away. But if he goes out and, and shows through camps and stuff that he's ready, he may be the day one starter if Alex Smith isn't, isn't ready. And I'm not sure that's the best thing for him, but you've got to trust that the, the coaching staff will do what they think is best for the franchise. And Nick Bosa goes second overall, and no one's talking about it. Uh, <laughs> no big deal. Just goes second overall. And it's the first time in the modern era of the draft that Ohio State's had a player go number two overall. They've had, if you go way back when the draft was different, they, they kind of had a couple guys go number two overall, but it wasn't like today's draft. It's, it's convoluted. I won't get into it. But, you know, since the, the 1950s when kind of the current model of the draft was adopted, Ohio State's never had a player go number two overall. They've had number one picks, number three picks, number four picks, on and on and on. But Bosa being the, the first number two pick, those are the San Francisco 49ers. Obviously, I think he's going to be a stud if he can stay healthy. Um, no surprise there. No, not at all. I think this that may have been a bigger surprise had he not gone uh, number two. I think we'd all resign to the fact that Kyler Murray was going to go first overall, um, and we can debate whether or not we think that, but we'll save that for our friends in Oklahoma and uh, out in Arizona to talk about. 
but yeah, Nick, you know, he's proven what he can do. I think the fact that you have a guy who rarely started for Ohio State, given you know the depth of talent at the position his first two years, and then obviously the injury in the third game of the season in 2018, um, the fact that he's still taken with the number two pick was thought to be the number one pick before the season even started. Um, you know, just just shows what a talent he is, and they highlighted it on on some of the coverage last night. The the family that they have and what what Joey done has done, what John Bosa did in his career. You know, it's the uh, second time ever in NFL history that a family has had um, a father and two sons taken in the first round of the NFL draft, and the other one was the Mannings, and we know that turned out pretty well. So um, the Bosa family has has obviously produced a lot of talent. Nick being the latest. Um, and I think he's going to be be very good um, out there. San Francisco, you know, has has a lot of talent. That's a team, as as Nick said in his, uh, his article that Steve put on on Bucknuts, that uh, you know, that's a team that that normally doesn't pick as high as this. Obviously, some injuries and whatnot. But watch out for for that team this year. Nick is going to be a, a great addition. Um, they're in the same division as my Rams, so. As much as I was happy to see Nick Bosa go number two overall, I'm I'm not happy to play watch my team play against him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You better watch out, uh, Jared Goff. Yeah, be coming for you. Just like I keep I remember that Cotton Bowl, USC's offensive line wasn't very good, but Bosa was just destroying whoever he lined up against in the Cotton Bowl, and Sam Darnold just had no chance in that game. Yeah, he may um, have been the reason Sam Darnold wasn't a higher draft pick because <laughs> of what they did to uh, to him in that one. Brown's got it right. I thought you, you touched on it earlier. I really thought that Sam Darnold was going to be the number one overall pick last year. And I thought he should be the number one overall pick. And uh, the Browns, they were right. I think Sam Darnold's still going to be really good in the NFL. I thought he was solid as a rookie with the Jets, but it uh, looks like the Browns got that right with Baker Mayfield. So we'll see. Maybe uh, we'll be wrong. Maybe I'll be wrong about Dwayne Haskins and Daniel Jones. Maybe, you know, we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, rounds – and one more thing about Bosa, it's pretty cool. This is – we're going to look back on this as probably one of the better defensive drafts we've seen in a while. And he was the first offensive player taken in this defensive loaded draft. So I think that's a pretty good feather in his cap in addition to being taken number two overall. Um, final thing. So, you know, rounds two and three commence tonight. Uh, rounds four and seven will happen on, on Saturday. Let's look at tonight. Uh, Draymond Jones, I got to think Paris Campbell is going to go pretty early in the second round. He had a chance. Both those guys had a chance to be – first round picks although i think there was a better chance for paris because of how fast he ran um then in the third round uh terry mclaurin maybe michael jordan in the third round just uh, what do you what do you expect to see tonight yeah i think those guys are all possibilities um paris for sure i was you know sitting there waiting um with our story ready to to post just in case paris was was selected um towards the end of the first round last night um yeah the, i think you know any of those guys, um, especially the receivers, are are, are you know, I did today the friendship that, that they have had and developed at Ohio State and how they plan on continuing that. But you know, and looking back at their careers, it's it's pretty amazing. And, and you can put Johnny Dixon in there too. Obviously, he dealt with knee injuries, but where they kind of came from. I mean, all three were four star guys. So I don't want to make it sound like they were uh, you know guys that came out of nowhere, but. Paris came in as more of an athlete, wasn't really sure, you know, what is, what his, his future looked like. He was, you know, still getting knocks about his hands and, 
his route running even after this last season where he had over a thousand receiving yards and then NFL scouts start to see things at the combine and, and Ohio state's pro day. And he moves up draft boards, Terry McLaurin, a guy who had to fight for his ends up being a very good player. And someone urban Meyer talked about, you know, naming his, his next son after joking in, in that way. And then Johnny Dixon with the knee injuries, you know, he was the highest rated receiver, I think in that 2014 class, and everyone thought he would be a star and, and, you know, he has to fight through the arthritis in his knees over the, his first few years at Ohio state and eventually gets it figured out enough to be a factor for the Buckeyes and, and will likely be a draft pick. Um, he'll probably be a day three guy, I imagine, but you know, I think all those guys are, are going to make NFL teams happy and uh, you know, just kind of a cool story how they all kind of came up together and, and, you know, work their way through. And, and we'll talk about KJ Hill next year and in, in the same light, he's, he's part of that mix as well. I wish stuff from Patrick that hasn't produced a ton of wide receivers. So, yeah, and and you uh, did not mess up. You you done not messed up. I did uh, not mess up. You did job. You done not messed up uh, like like the league did. Uh, so great stuff from Patrick Murphy. I appreciate it, Patrick. And thanks to all the listeners out there for tuning in the show. I appreciate that as well. Hope everyone has a great day and a great weekend. Let's get the Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land. Oh.